0: And that comes back to the community and the connection with people. And even if you can just do those small things, you never know where that's going to lead to. It could lead to nothing, but maybe
1: you responding to somebody that day, maybe it made their day. Hey, hey, my feel good friend and welcome to the feel good social podcast. I'm your host Kinsey and I am just so excited to be in your earbuds today as always and I'm also extra excited to share today's guest with you. Her name is Mal, and she is another social media manager. She's a feel good social clubber and she is just an awesome Human. And in today's episode, we are just keeping it real. We're chatting about um, Mel's journey to becoming a social media manager, um, how she uh, is wearing lots of different hats, taking hats off, putting other hats on, all the different things, which I laughed at that analogy because I totally went through that too when I was starting a business. Um, and we're also chatting about, oh, I don't know, mindset things when it comes to running a business. We're chatting about social media strategy. Obviously, we even dive into the Instagram algorithm and what the heck we should do about it because it just keeps seeming to change all over the place, right? And so I know you're going to love this conversation with Mel. If you do, my friend, don't forget to share it with another one of your biz buddies who could also find it super helpful or inspiring or whatever, just a good listen, you know? And if you want to, go ahead and share it to your Instagram stories and make sure that you tag us. I I am at Feel Good Social on Instagram and Mel is at Market with Mel Pro. Link them both in the show notes down below. Um, but make sure that if you do take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories, that you tag us in the stories because we won't see it if you don't tag us. And we definitely want to see it, reshare it, um, and connect with you over on Instagram because I want to get to know you. I want to give you a follow. I want to comment on all your posts, all the things, right? So <laughs> definitely connect with us over there. All right. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this conversation with Mel, my awesome, awesome fellow feel-good social clubber, social media manager, and just wonderful woman. Hey, friend, and welcome to the feel-good social podcast. I'm your host Kinsey and I'm here to help you market your business in a genuine way that works without wasting your precious time. (laughs) On this show, we chat about social media strategy and mindset tips with a focus on, you guessed it, feeling good. So sit back, relax and enjoy some genuine conversation for the good of your biz. Real quick, have I invited you to join the Feel Good Social Club yet? Oh man, my friend, I would love for you to check out our new monthly membership for down to earth entrepreneurs who are ready to create content with ease, actually show up and strategically market your business online every month. And also make friends with rad down-to-earth entrepreneurs who are just like you, who get it, who are in the posting trenches with you, and who are ever ready to give you a friendly air high five or kick in the accountability booty whenever you need it. The Feel Good Social Club is where it is at. Check it out. Feelgoodsocial.com slash club. In the club, we have a content library full of Canva templates and tutorials and resources to help you make content creation as easy as possible. We also have monthly content planning workshops. Where we all come together and talk about the upcoming month's strategy for our content. And we also have community forums where you can get together, ask questions of other club members, brainstorm ideas, ask for feedback. So definitely check it out. Feelgoodsocial.com slash club. Our feel good members are seriously some of the most amazing people that I have ever met. And I would love for you to join us. Feelgoodsocial.com slash club. Check it out. Join today. We would love to see you in there, my friend. All right, let's dive back into today's episode. Hi, Mel. I'm so excited to bring you on the Feel Good Social podcast. Thanks for coming on the show, lady. (laughs) I'm so excited, kids, to be here, honestly.
0: Like, I I was just like, when I got the... Um, email
1: about potentially Mm -hmm. being on. I was like, oh, I have to do this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad you did too. I always like to, I love to bring on people who we've known each other for a hot minute now, you know, we are in like the similar industries and we have these awesome conversations, but I always know people are a little bit nervous sometimes to come on the podcast and stuff. So I'm so glad that you said, yes, sign me up. I'm down for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like it's a new thing to do. Um, I've always been really interested in podcasts and I was like, well, this is more like laid back, but laid back in a sense where I think people are more related like to this. So that's why I was like, all right, I got to do this. Kinz is awesome. And I'm just
1: excited just to like talk like a friend. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too, lady. But before we dive in, <laughs> I would love for you to tell everyone who's listening, um, who are you? What do you do? Who do you serve? All right, so I'm Mel with Market
0: with Mel Pro, and I provide social media management and some other things that kind of go underneath that too. So it's like content creation for it, and I do newsletters. So there's a lot of things that um, my my hats keep on coming on and coming on, which is great. Like it's a it's a great learning experience. And I serve clients that are small businesses in the multi-sport racing industry. So Triathlons. Um, so don't necessarily think of like the Ironman. Everyone wants to think about the Ironman distance. Like a lot of people need training and racing before they make that leap, or some people don't even ever go to an Ironman distance, which is totally fine. And so that those are like the people that I love to serve because I just have such a passion for the industry and the community. I'm so excited for my work.
1: Oh, and I and we have like had so many chats about, you know, your company that you're building and also who your ideal client is and how you can show up and serve them in the best way. And I just always love chatting with you. Firstly, thank you for sharing that you're like, I keep putting on the hats and then some come off and some new ones come up and we're (laughs) figuring it out because I think that is so, so normal and relatable for so many people, no matter what industry you're in. I know that I definitely went through the whole gambit of services and trying to figure out what the heck I wanted to feel good social to be before I finally I think I finally have kind of landed on the direction that we're just taken with feel good but who knows maybe in the future more hats will pop up we'll see Um, and also I love your niche I think that it is so so cool for you to be serving someone so specific and someone something that's so dear and near to your heart and I personally relate like I love chatting with you because well my dad was like a professional canoe and kayak racer so you know a little bit of the similar like mentality training styles and stuff and also I don't know if I've told you this before but I, I've been in one triathlon in my life technically <laughs> one triathlon it was when I was nine years old and it was skiing down a mountain, hopping on a bike and riding for like, like, I don't know, eight miles or something, and then paddling down the river for another like five. Months. So it was like the weirdest triathlon, but you know, I, I think I could call myself a triathlon or still, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally
0: because triathlon isn't always just swim, bike, run or multi-sport. Sometimes I actually like to use the term multi-sport because that covers other Types of racing. So it covers triathlon, mm-hmm. swim, bike, run. It covers duathlon, which is run, bike, run. And it covers aqua bike, which is um, swim, bike. So, you know, people kind of get caught up in this term of like triathlon, you have to swim, bike, run. But there's other options because let's face it, a lot of people are very scared of swimming. Um, mm-hmm. Or some people just have like issues with like their knees from running for a lot of years or just in general. And so that's where the aqua bike is really great for it.
1: Oh, so cool. And yes, I love, uh, I just like geek out when people like they find their, their thing that they're really good at and their other thing that they're really good at and they like connect them together in their life. Right. Because I think, how do you feel about this? Like, you know, people are always like, I'm a social media, especially when you're first starting out. And I went through this too, guys. (laughs) But It's like, (laughs) I'm a social media manager and I will work with anyone, you know, but every industry and every business that you're trying to help market, I think it's important to understand kind of like the industry itself, the mentality behind it, the mentality of the ideal customers that you're trying to speak to. Do you think that your experience with multi-sport racing helps you work with your clients like that?
0: Oh, so much so. Really, it does. Um, before, like I did this full time. I I've done this like part time, and a couple of my clients even before I got the multisport racing um, companies, I've done it for um, like massage therapist and a brewery. And to be honest, the massage therapist was actually really hard because I don't understand all the muscles and I don't understand like the techniques Mm -hmm. and that was a big learning curve. And so then when I found my niche with multi-sport racing, I was like, this is, this is exactly like where I feel that I can thrive because like you're saying, I understand the industry. Um, I began triathlon in 2010. I don't necessarily race it that much anymore. Um, And then the other cool thing is one of my clients does road and um, trail racing. So, and I'm big into trail racing right now. So it's kind of been this nice morph, but it's still these um, industries and these communities. I have such a passion for and It makes it so much easier.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. So let's like back up just a little bit who, who are, who is Mel? Let's hear the Mel story. Like, how did you get started? I guess in like multi-sport racing. And then like, how did you get started starting your own social media management company?
0: (laughs) So back in 2010, I did a triathlon with two of my friends and it was a local triathlon. I mean, I think those are the, the races that really get people into the sport because it's, um, friendly in the sense of the community and then the pricing, because let's face it, if you're going with a bigger, um, company, let's, like I said, like an Ironman race, like it's really expensive, but if you're with a local race, then it like, it doesn't cost as much. And, um, I didn't really swim well. Like my head was out of the water the entire time I was the last person out, but I tell you what, I passed my friends on the bike and I passed my friends on the run. And I was like, okay, I really like this sport. I have to take swimming lessons. So apparently I've taken swimming lessons when I was a kid. My mom told me, um, <laughs> but, but I was like, okay, as an adult, I'm going to take swimming lessons. And then, um, it's just kind of like more from there. I was on the Cleveland state triathlon Team, I think they called the team or the club when I was going for my graduate degree. And then I morphed into coaching on the team. Um, and then I'm really connected with the Cleveland Triathlon Club here. And so it's like, I just was so excited about like learning to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I raced throughout the years. Um, I've done sprints. I've done Olympics. I've done half Ironmans. I attempted a full Ironman. So that was back in 2016. Um, I was in Maryland. So the swim was canceled. The bike was shortened to 100 miles, but the full tr- the full marathon was still there. So <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like. That's how I like kept on like morphing into it. And my last triathlon was um, Ironman Puerto Rico 70.3 in March of 2019. So I got pretty really so wow. lucky about that. Yeah. So we kind of yeah. we made it a trip and it was with friends. So that's the other cool piece of triathlon is, um, you know, you, if you're with a the community, then you are able to like have that community there at your race. And it makes it that much sweeter, like when you're racing, because then, you you know, people are like cheering you on. Um, So that's, that's how I got into that piece. Yeah. Wait, okay. First thing, (laughs) I just
1: have to point something out to you because I loved what you said about, you know, me, I'm always like looking for the analogies in life. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, oh, wow, this could be applied here. I love what you said about, I was just, I found this thing that I was so excited to learn and improve at, right? Mm -hmm. And I wish that like, that's what I feel like that is what we need to keep telling ourselves whenever we get caught up in business, like imposter syndrome or like oh. needing to needing to know what we're doing all the time and need it. Like we're just starting out at something and we feel like we already need to be the best and on top and know all the things and all that stuff. But it's like, no, if we can like approach business like that, too, like just being excited to continually improve and learn and help and gain support and give support and all that different stuff like okay so i just had to point that out because i was like <laughs> wow <laughs> I was
0: like, that is deep mel <laughs> oh yeah believe me and like uh, honestly um i had uh, apparently had like uh, like i fell off a dock when i was a kid i don't think it was like that like it was anything like deep deep water and i th- think that's why I was a little traumatized by like not mm-hmm. swimming. And that's what like held me back from like learning to swim. Um, but then I found triathlon and I was like, okay, sweet. Like it's not just about like swimming, biking, or running, like as separate sports, you put them together. And so like, it's so cool how they just mesh and they work with each other. And oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that so much. And yeah, exactly. It's like, I totally feel you when it's I love the idea that you are like, I'm not just learning to swim to learn to swim like I'm learning to swim so I can compete in these triathlons and like I already feel excited and comfortable um, and motivated in these other two areas. The swimming part is just the one piece I need to work on. But I like I think that that would work for me mentally. (laughs) Like if I tried to like, okay, there's this one thing I'm really good at two areas. I need to start improving on this one area. Like I would be so much more motivated to try to improve that versus me just like trying to learn to swim. If I suck at it,
0: (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And the thing is the swim is always the shortest Portion of any triathlon. That's so wonderful. (laughs) So, like, I guess you could kind of break it down that way too, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's even though it might be like the thorn in your side, but you want to try something. It's the smallest
1: piece that goes into the bigger puzzle. Oh my. Okay. (laughs) Analogies, analogies, all that. (laughs) So marketing, right? Social media, a lot of people, I don't know if you, if your ideal clients feel this way, but you know, the feel good social people, a lot of us are like, we have a love hate relationship with social media. you know. (laughs) And so think of social media guys as a piece of your marketing. And it can even be the smallest piece of your marketing. Right. But like, you know, just, just like doing a little bit of social media here and there to like be able to do the rest of your business. Just, I don't know, maybe I was like kind of tra- reaching. For that analogy. No, it makes sense. It okay. It really makes sense. Right? Okay, cool. Yeah. I thank you for that, Mel. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us then how you started your business and you started dabbling in the social media marketing part of it. all.
0: Yeah. So, um, Like, I don't remember exactly the year, but so I was on the Cleveland Triathlon Club board and then I was on Snake Fight Racing's team. And I saw that the social media, like nothing was happening and like it wasn't even created. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I need to create this because this is this is a great piece where we can start connecting. I'm all about community, especially this Mm -hmm. year, (laughs) really connecting with the community in some way. And so that's a piece of it. And like I said, I, I did social media for a small amount of time um, for a local massage therapist. And then I also was doing it for a brewery that I was working at too. But the thing is those like the brewery and the massage therapist, like those things, like they were fun to do, but It wasn't where I felt the passion. Mm -hmm. And um, my one friend saw that a local racing company was hiring a marketing intern. And I believe it was like beginning of 2018. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this, but I'm going to try. And I actually remember saying, (laughs) this is terrible, but I I can admit this. now. I remember being at my uh, day job and going into a conference room and interviewing for this position (laughs) (laughs) and I might've been on my lunch break or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But Mm -hmm. and I was like, I just, I really hope I can get this. I was thinking this in my mind and, but I was like, I don't know who else is applying for this. And I think they reached out to me the next day. And I was like, what, this is awesome. And so, you know, then I was able to have um, actually a lot of freedom and I still do with my clients. Um, And that's what I loved about it too, is that They just they wanted me to do it and the trust was just built, I guess, pretty quickly.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, because they knew that they had a piece of the entire puzzle Mm -hmm. that was missing, and it was the social media, and they didn't have time to do it. Um, and so I came on board and I actually hear to this day people say to me, I've noticed, and I'll 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 tell you what my the client name is. Um, I've noticed that HFP racings social media, like when it before and after you came on and I was like, mm-hmm. thanks. Like, I love hearing that, you know, and, it and, and even me, like looking at the transformation from when I first started to now, and it's awesome to even see like where that's going to keep going and progressing. Right. Cause this is my trade. This is what I love to do. Um, sometimes it's hard, <laughs> but I just, I love learning and trying to like figure out, creative ways to connect with people Mm -hmm. um yeah so like that's kind of like the the story of it i love it awesome
1: i love it so much oh my gosh aren't those like comments the best like i know i always try to put those in my pocket because sometimes like the social media manager job is not like the most um in your face, like what's the word I'm like for? I I want to say rewarding, but I don't mm-hmm. but like you don't see the gratitude, you don't get the feedback as much or something. But I know I just had a client of mine like email me being like, oh, by the way, like we're loving this strategy. We've been getting offline compliments and stuff, and I was like, oh, thanks, because I like wasn't really sure like how you guys were feeling about it or anything. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's so nice to hear those things, um, and. I know that you have had a journey kind of figuring out your own brand and your own experience and like the company that you're trying to build. Can you share any like lessons that you've learned through like this own journey of you figuring out like how you want to work with clients and how you want to show up for your own brand on social media and all the different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: my business is only a year old, (laughs) which is crazy and amazing all at the same time. But what I knew I had to do um, at this time last year was like put myself out there and just reach out to people that maybe that I've had connections with or who I've seen... Online. Um, I mean, definitely you were one of these people. I was like, okay, I'm gonna follow, I'm gonna listen. And I have to tell you this story. So okay. um, we have our house just needs a ton of renovations and it's it's getting to a good spot. But I remember like painting the living room. Um, and I was painting two of our walls green. It's called the Swagaro because it's a cactus color, right? And I remember, I remember just painting that room and listening to your podcast. And I don't remember specifically what episode it was. And I probably listened to a few of them, but I was just remember painting those walls and being like, okay, like I got to start somewhere. I just got to keep on taking these baby steps. And, you know, I got to, I got to find my community. Right. And I got to find I got to find the confidence in myself and, you know, it's hard. It's really hard because there's so many things to learn. And I, I'm like my worst critic. Um, there's so many things that I really want to keep learning. And I only have so much time in the day. Yeah. Um, and I will say that <laughs> unfortunately, or fortunately, my, my client work is always number one. Like, um, I don't post as much on my social media, except for like the stories I'm better at like the daily stories and actually posting like content. But,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, I just, I don't know, like my, my clients, I just want to keep on making sure that they're thriving. They're small businesses. They've had a really hard time these past two years. And we're really hoping that 2022 is just like another like jumpstart for them. Um, And so it's like, I just, I just want to keep on like coddling like my clients and making sure things work and, uh, you know, just do the best that I can for them. And it's not that I'm not learning on my end for like taking webinars and things like that, but you know, they're, what they want always comes over one. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. And like, thanks for sharing that too, lady, you know, I think, you know, for social media managers and not social media managers, like service providers, you know, I mean, product-based businesses have trouble posting on social media too often because we're all doing our own stuff and our business has priorities. Right. Yeah. And it is, it's one of those things where, I mean, I'm always one of the first people to admit, you know, social media is not necessarily your top priority in your business, my friends. Like yeah. that's why we need to create like a sustainable plan. But yeah. um, also, you know, you're doing so freaking awesome for like one year into business lady, you got these clients. And and I think too, uh, like for us, what's super cool as social media managers is we can like learn through our client, through creating for our clients, we can learn through taking care of our clients. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, and sometimes that's what you got to do, you know, you go through seasons and stuff. And so I'm glad that you shared that because, you know, <laughs> I, I've been saying all January, you know, all of my feel good social clubbers and stuff that I was, they're like, posting on social media. I'm like, good on you guys. You're doing doing so much better than I am in January. Right. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes you just got to give yourself a break for sure. (laughs) It's like the struggle bus
0: sometimes. Like, I know, like I, I even have, honestly, I have some like graphics just sitting there for me to like post Mm -hmm. and create some content. And it's like, they're just sitting there. And I tell myself all the time, Melanie, just put them out there it's just like
1: and then and then five o'clock comes six o'clock comes I'm like I'm done for the day (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep I hear you I have made a commitment to trying my best to not go through burnout in 2022 (laughs) I actually just thought about that this morning I was like oh yeah 2021 you know it was kind of like um it was kind of like uh not believing that I was going through burnout or something, you know, I was like, "No, this isn't burnout. I'm doing fine." But it was like the snow burn, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so I'm all for taking care of yourself in 2022. But oh, something I would love for you to chat about a little bit is I know, kind of, when you were trying to figure out how to show up online for your brand and all that stuff, you're kind of, um, you're kind of struggling with, okay, like what do I post about? Right. And I think that we went through this thing where it was like, okay, I'm just going to post like I'm a social media agency. Oh no, I need to add more personality. So I'm going to do personal posts and stuff. And then I think we maybe we found a blend. Can you talk a little bit to that, your experience with that and how you ended up kind of like figuring out the type of content you wanted to post online?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, in the beginning, when I first started, I was like, okay, like I've heard that when you start a business, you have to have X amount of like weeks of posts ready just to be posted and like, sweet. Okay. And so then I was, I don't, I didn't really share my face that much by sharing Mm -hmm. like tips and um, like some quotes and things like that. And then um, (laughs) the month of May hit (laughs) and it was like, Uh, it was mental health awareness month, and then like bike awareness month or something like, and not like room room bikes. Like I got to pedal my bike.
1: Okay, good to know. <laughs> and, <one. laughs>
0: and so like it was a lot of like me, um, because my friend and I were posting. Um, when I think it was like two, maybe it was Tuesdays. Tuesdays at noon we were doing like mental health topics and how it relates to the uh, multi-sport racing industry. And then I was posting things for like bike awareness month or whatever it was. And there was a lot of me on my bike. And then um, a friend of mine, her friend, like looked at my stuff and was like, I don't, Know what she's doing, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, uh, you know, like you have this balloon and then it gets deflated,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and And then I was like, Okay, well, I gotta stop showing my face so much. And I don't remember when you and I, it's just like it's muscle, you know, so like, no, you can totally show your face, yeah. And then, and then you and I met, and we had this session, and you're like, Hey, like, just think of like mixing it up, and I was like. Oh, right, right. Because mm-hmm. once again, when it's your business specifically, it's sometimes very hard to come out of that little box that you're in and like think of something else versus when you're, you know, supporting your clients. And I was like, okay. So I've been using like a mix of like me doing things, me posting like things that are re- like relatable for like social media. But then also I've done some things that are kind of like a little bit bigger type. Things like, um, you know, maybe take the time to look at your website again or your Instagram bio or I I mean, I can't remember all the specific things, but so it's not just the social media management, but there's other things that like are there that we all need to look at too, because there's just so many pieces and parts, social media, Mm -hmm. website, newsletters, you know, all the things. And um, after like having that conversation with you, I felt better for sure.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that lady. Cause like, okay, so many things. I totally, totally relate with the kind of this or that thinking or like one way or like black and white thinking in the way where I'm like, I always want to like, oh, this is it going to go for it, you know, Mm -hmm. or, Oh, this is it. I'm going to go for it. And it's really hard for my brain to think about like the mixture of things too, but it's almost like I need to label it. Right. Oh no, it's not like this content or this kind of it's the mixture. (laughs) So I was, I think that there are probably other people in the world who also (laughs) have that like kind of one track mind sort of thinking too, which I definitely do. I need to like tell myself that all the time. Plus I love what you said about, um, about it's so hard. It's so hard (laughs) to do it when you're in the middle of your own business. It's so hard to do it for your own business. Right. Cause we know all the things like we are in the middle of this business. That's just swirling around us with all of the, the different things. Right. And so that's often why it's so nice to work with like a social media manager or have like a community of people who can like, Give you their objective viewpoint, their kind of like eagle eye viewpoint on like your business, your content, your messaging, like what you do, all that different stuff. So, I'm glad you shared that because I have felt that for sure myself <laughs> with feel good stuff, and I always try to tell people that too, because like we feel like we're doing something wrong, you know. Like mm-hmm. they're like, I I feel like I could like look at your business and tell you like whatever, 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 but like I just can't do it for my business, and it's because you know all the things, you know, like you have too much information sometimes you need that objective person who only sees your business for like what the the rest of your ideal customers see your business as right
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's a really good point because I'm just like in the thick of it but when there's an outsider perspective coming in they're like well, Okay, like who who's your target audience again? Like who's your client that you really want to? And it's like, oh yeah, okay,
1: mm-hmm. okay.
0: Like, all right, this is me taking a step back for a hot second and reevaluating, but not
1: in a bad way. Uh huh. Oh, and it's so hard too when like when it comes to like your marketing and messaging, right? And like you as like a business owner as the one offering the product or the service that solves this person's problem, you know, the transformation that they could make, you know, all the things, right? It's really hard for us to take ourselves out of that perspective where we already know all the things and into the ideal client's perspective where no, they're just like the babies. They don't know all this <laughs> stuff. Right. Like, so how can we speak to them and like, let them know, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think it's always helpful to, even if you aren't like necessarily working with someone who is like managing your social media or anything like that. I think it's always helpful to like have a biz buddy <laughs> who can yeah. help you or like a community or go ahead and invest in a marketing or a social media manager or business coach or something like that. Because yeah, so helpful. lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what your brand vibe is on Instagram? I have a new fun quiz that's just for you, my friend. I of all people know how hard it is to figure out how the heck you're supposed to translate your brand to the gram. And with this quick seven-question quiz, we will help you hone in on your brand's personality, voice, and visuals so that you can show up consistently and create content that looks beautiful and feels on-brand for you. This quiz is so awesome. It's been a long time coming, and I know that you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Plus, the results will help you show up in the best way for you. If you'd like to check out our new Brand Vibe quiz, just head to feelgoodsocial.com slash quiz quiz. Pretty easy, head to feelgoodsocial.com slash quiz to find out what your brand's vibe is on social media and start showing up there for your brand. I think like something else
0: that we always kind of forget and or maybe get slightly offended, and I'm I'm putting myself out there is like when we get feedback about something. Oh uh, right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cause, cause you're so in the thick of it and you're like, mm, are they really right? Because like I don't know. I thought I was pretty awesome. And then, but then if you don't get that feedback, then you don't understand what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you like, you have your blinders on. Even there's something, there was, something, um, there was a, some kind of post the other day, and I was like, oh, duh, I need to use this for some posts for the month, right? Because mm-hmm. that makes sense for me. It's this is for my client. And I was like, oh, duh, that makes sense. Like, and like, I wish somebody like they would have said something to me, but I'm also glad that they didn't because then it's like giving me like that. Oh, you got to think sometimes a different way. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I just, I think I just went on a whole big tangent.
1: No, no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you brought this up because it's something, it's definitely something that I think most of us struggle with. I know I have is like the hack, the heckles going up, like the ego, like our Mm -hmm. ego is so just like, immediate it's you know um it's like a force of nature that just like you can't really help like someone giving you feedback and you're like you don't know me or no you wrong <laughs> you know or wait what like is but um firstly like I love that you brought up this thing of feedback and stuff because I always well you know it's kind of like that immediate reaction of like I can feel it in my body now being like Ooh. <laughs> really? no, i like, no. hackle hair on the back of my neck going up, being like, what? Oh. And so I like, I feel that. And so then I'm like, no, kids, okay, take a deep breath. Okay, mm-hmm. take the ego out of it. Is this person? And when it comes to feedback, too, I'm always, I always like to approach it objectively, right? Because here's the thing. You got some feedback from a woman saying, Ooh, it feels like a little bit like lifestyle blog, your content and stuff. Right. Yeah. And it would have been so easy for you to be like, Oh my gosh, she's completely right. Like 100% right. Right. But I think that when it comes to feedback like this, we do always need to be super thoughtful about it. Right. Cause mm-hmm. like sometimes people can give us feedback and maybe it's right. Maybe it's, not right or maybe it's like half right or like a percentage of it you know so i think when it comes to feedback it's always so important to like firstly (laughs) try to take the ego out of it although you know (laughs) some people are just like trolls and (laughs) like don't and you can totally dismiss feedback right like is this Mm -hmm. constructive or not but then also like be aware like everyone has an opinion and so what what part of their opinion do you want to take and maybe like think about mull over maybe pivot or anything Mm -hmm. like that right Mm because that's something that I ran into too when I was like just starting my business it was like okay this person said it and I love them and so it's 100% right for me (laughs) gonna Mm -hmm. go down this road you know and then I was like oh wait this doesn't feel right for Kinsey or like the business I'm trying to create so I had to backpedal a little stuff, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Right. Right.
0: And it's like being honest with yourself too. Right. Because Mm -hmm. we only have, honestly, we only have so much capacity for things, whatever it is coming in every day. And we have to figure out what box things are going into. It's like, okay, it's this box of, okay, I can take that feedback, this box of, okay, they said that, but it's not necessarily accurate or this box of, I'm going to let it simmer and get back to it because I'm not quite sure. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, always being mindful too, of like where your energy is going, right. Like positive or negative, I guess you want (laughs) to say.
1: Ooh, I love that point too. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mel, let's talk social media. (laughs) And we were talking before we started recording guys and we were talking about how much like the platform has changed over the mm-hmm. past year. And it's like, whoa, like all social, I feel like all social media managers are like, oh my gosh. And I kind of feel like maybe Instagram has slowed its roll at least a little bit with like pumping out new features, but I still feel like we're in the thick of it when it comes to like the algorithm now figuring out what the heck do, what the heck am I supposed to do with all these new features and like all the different things and all that stuff. So do you, what, what are your thoughts on um, social media marketing right now? <laughs> um,
0: I mean, it's just just like everybody, it's love, hate. It's mm-hmm. totally love, hate. And so something that I actually really am liking lately, especially with Instagram stories is that as um, any small business, they can use the, the link, piece, you know, because I know that was only open to X amount of followers that you had. And the fact that they have that now, because let's be real, not everybody is going to read the post, right? So, um, some people are going to look at the stories and see what a story is being posted from you or somebody is going to go and just look through and scroll through their feed. And, you know, that's the good and bad too, is you got the, you got the stories, you got the feed, you got the reels, like everything. But I think it's really nice that they did that um, recently because it's just another piece to kind of get people to, to do something like an action, right? You want some kind of action to happen. Um, But then there's so many other things like, it's like, can we just, can we just hold back for a second? I understand that, you know, we have to keep on putting something new out there, new out there, but it's, it's a lot. Like when reels first came out, I was like, okay, this is cool. And then all of a sudden I was thinking to myself, well, like how are people seeing these, right? Because nobody really knew what was happening for like the first couple of months of Mm -hmm. how you got a reel. Um, And I think that's definitely toned down and, you know, reels are fun because it's like, it's the Instagram sort of TikTok, and, but it doesn't have to be video. I'll be honest. Like a lot of times when I post reels for my clients, they're not always videos. They're like pictures or graphics
1: and they kind of just roll together as a one video. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I love that you do that too, because exactly like a lot of times, you know, and, and again, I will always encourage you to show your face as much as possible. If you're not comfortable with it, just start, dabbling in it you know, mm-hmm. and you get more mm-hmm. comfortable and stuff. But at the same time. Like, you know, it's, you don't necessarily need to like show up on video on real. So I'm so glad you did that. And you actually had a real go fairly viral for one of your clients, right? <laughs> yeah. For like a yeah. Cincinnati weekend or something, right? It was crazy. Like, I don't even know how
0: it even... How it got like so many views. I was like, what is going on? Something crazy. I swear it was like 16,000 or something. And I was like, how is this even possible? But I know all that stuff is toned down a lot just mm-hmm. because of the way like the algorithms and such are going. But you know, there, there's obviously value in the reels because when I'm on my, um, my clients or even my, uh, accounts, I see certain reels pop up and I was like, I wonder, sometimes I know why they pop up and sometimes I don't. And sometimes I click on them just because I'm curious. Right. So that's, that's the cool thing about them is they're popping up for some reason. And you just hope they pop up to the people that want to like, look at it and Mm -hmm. let's be real. Um, I do my analytics weekly, which probably I shouldn't. I've heard that like some people are like, you know, weekly, that's a lot, but, but like looking at that, it like, there's like aha moments of like, okay, like this didn't go well this week for some reason, but maybe something similar went well last week, you know, and I'll be honest, there's no rhyme or reason for a lot of things. There really isn't no matter how big or small your audience is they're not always going to see everything that you're posting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm over here like throwing up the, <laughs> I don't know, dancing hands. Amen. Or... Amen. <laughs> and, and amen. Because, because exactly. It's like we try our best. So actually I was one of those people who I, I used to say, don't look at your analytics every week. Um because we want the full big picture and whatnot, but at the same time, I think that you're right. like the algorithm, the the insights and slash analytics, like all the things are changing so much recently. And I think we need to be curious and observe it like kind of on a smaller basis, but then wait to like wait for like that bigger picture to like make pivoting decisions or things mm-hmm. like that, right? So I'm actually. I was laughing. I just, I went crazy the other day. I created like nine reels at like, cause it's like inspired after our like building a social club <laughs> workshop or whatever. I was like, so many awesome questions. I'm going to do, you know it, but I've decided I'm going to start finally like a year and a half into reels or whatever that came out. I'm going to start like testing reels and seeing where they're going. Cause I've been definitely like kind of like curious about that too, because it's so right. Like, I think that firstly, I'm totally on your train where I'm like, things happen for no rhyme or reason on the platform, okay? We just have to like give it up to that and we can't control everything, right? But also too, like there are just so many factors now going into the Instagram algorithm, depending on the type of posts you create, depending on the the time and the day that you post it. And now they're putting, they're bringing chronological feedback, right? So like that changes it all too. And it's all crazy and stuff. And so this just brings it back to like the point where I think that one of the things that like bugs me the most about social media marketing often is like people getting so caught up in like, the robot side of their strategy, you know, like yeah. beating the algorithm, getting as much visibility and reach and blah, 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 as possible mm-hmm. and like growth in numbers and all this different stuff. And I'm like, so much of that we can't control. And like, I, I really would rather you focus on the human side of your strategy because mm-hmm. that's what we can control. And that's ultimately like for small businesses, especially like not who aren't like necessarily at the national brand level, like you can't compare yourself to Nike yet. <laughs> (laughs) Right. And like, and those human to human connections, adding personality to your brand, all that stuff, like that's what fricking is going to get you the best results for yourself, for your business. And then also that'll help aid you in the algorithm that is like this swirling monster
0: (laughs) that we can't control, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the other thing too, is, um, there's two things that probably can help with algorithm is you know, when somebody comments on a post, like comment back. And even if it's just Mm -hmm. an emoji, because sometimes like there's not a specific word, right. That can like be like the next comment, but, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, when you're creating a, when you have a story and there's a poll, I like to go back and look at certain, certain answers. It depends sometimes what it is. Like if somebody said they're not racing this race, like then I'll like, send a message to them like, well, that's, that's okay. Um, we have a couple more races, you know, this year. Um, and like another one I, I put out was, are you racing this race or this race? And, um, somebody put whatever. And so I responded to some of those and I said, oh, great. Like hope your training's going well, you know, just something simple. And and that comes back to the community and the connection with people. And even if you can just do those small things, you never know where that's going to lead to. It could lead to nothing, but maybe you responding to somebody that day, maybe it made their day. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it helped them feel a little bit better about what's going on with their day. Or maybe they feel a little bit more excited about their race. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's be honest, the weather here has been so crappy and cold that Like if someone's kind of giving you a little like, yeah, you're doing great. Hope everything's going well. I mean, you're going to feel that boost of like energy and you're like, oh, sweet. Like somebody cares at this company. And that's the other reason why I love working for these small multi-sport racing companies Mm -hmm. is because you have that opportunity to actually really connect with people. And that's, that's a big deal. That's a really big deal for me.
1: Oh my gosh. You just gave me goosebumps, girl. <laughs> I'm like trying not to cry over it. I've been so emotional lately. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Mel like She's giving me a hug through like all this because it's so true. You know, yeah. it's so true. It's all these All of this, like, qualitative data that adds up the human, the heart, like, Mm -hmm. that adds up for these companies and these businesses that end up, like, um, making people say, making your company stand out in people's minds, um, making that people want to tell their friends about this company. Cause they're like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. And, like, also think about it. I love what you said about the community. It's not only online, it's also goes offline especially mm-hmm. with communities like yours that you're working with right like that person who you message is not not only is their day going to be made not only are they going to be thinking of you you'll be like standing out in their mind but they'll want to like tell their friends about you when you meet up at, at the next race or whatever like that right like yeah. it just all works together and it's the stuff that we can't necessarily track that you just have to like trust you know, yeah, and like do yeah. and be proactive about do everything you can to like make it happen, you know. Yeah. Um I have
0: to tell this other really quick story. So yeah. um I noticed that this um there's one person that races for um the the one company and um he like he he loves the races and he he always is like tagging us in his posts. And I noticed that he didn't tag us like in the past like week or so. And um, I think he had like a a recent knee injury and he was getting back to like running. And so I messaged him and I was like, Hey, just notice that like you haven't been like, you know, I haven't seen posts lately. Are you like, is everything okay? Like, I know that you're um, like on a road to recovery or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I've just been on the treadmill lately instead of going outside because he'd be posting pictures of himself outside. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like just making sure like, and a lot of people don't like, think about those kind of things, but something just clicked the other day. And when I was like looking at like the analytics and things and I was like, Oh, he, I haven't seen him do anything lately. Like, I hope he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, then he messaged back and, and he also commented on one of the posts that, like, him and his wife will be volunteering at one of the races, you know? And it's just like, even if it's just one person, going back to this, mm-hmm. even if it's just one person, like, like that, that really just means so much.
1: And it means so much to me, too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, oh, there's just so many things, right? I mean, firstly, like, you, I always love to focus on the heart the human to human stuff, the connective pieces, because it makes me feel better about my job (laughs) that way too. (laughs) So like one, it kind of like helps to like, just like make everything worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like remembering that and like feeling lit up in your soul and stuff. And then also that sort of stuff like actually does help you on the algorithm, right? Like that Mm -hmm. tells the algorithm itself too, that like that person is someone who it, it should show you each other's posts more often, right? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but like, it'll push each other's posts out to more of each other's followers because they're mm-hmm. similar people and similar friends and it just all works together. So moral of the story, let's like, you know, be aware of the algorithm, but don't get all up the algorithms, butt, okay, guys, right, let's, right. you. <laughs> <laughs> let's focus on human connection. Yeah. I love that so much, Mel. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Final question. I could talk to you forever, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, we can't. But I would we love to bring do. you on for another one at some point, Like We'll do like a check in, a Mel check in. But um, so I've been asking all of my Feel Good Social Clubbers what they find the most helpful. Mel's a part of the Feel Good Social Club, guys. So I would love to know, Mel, what have you found the most helpful in the Feel Good Social Club?
0: <laughs> so I'll say the number one reason why I joined the club was for community. So I work from home. I'm in my home office. Like I love the hermit life most of the time, (laughs) but I was like, I need, I need somewhere to, to like talk with other people that are going through certain struggles that I'm going through and just kind of a community for me for like what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the number one reason why I joined the club, honestly, like, and then, um, I'm on there and there's, different areas for like so many different conversations, which is great. Like let's celebrate this. Like I've got a you know, got a question. I'm gonna probably make like mess all these up. But you know, I, I just love that like I could post something out there and then I get feedback. Um, and it's not even you know it's not just new. It's from other club members. And I also love that I can comment on things and it may not be like the answer somebody's looking for, but maybe it's something that kind of it's like, oh well, maybe I didn't think about it that way, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I really I love about that is like there's this community out there that I can go to when I like need some help because you know it can be a little lonely doing what you do even though it's like awesome you know the flexibility and all this other stuff but just having like a specific community and and the other thing is I'm in some like Facebook groups that are you know for similar type communities but this is this is so special because it's not ten thousand people it's not a thousand people and you know maybe it will grow there (laughs) but what i'm saying is it's like it's nice that it feels like more intimate that that when you have a question that people are there like to answer and it doesn't just kind of get glossed over
1: that's that's what i love about the feel good social club Oh, thank you for sharing that. (laughs) I know because here's the thing too. It's like when with the Feel Good Social Club, like when I'm when I'm telling people about it, I usually try to like definitely point out the Canva templates and then the Mm -hmm. content planning workshops. You know, because I think that that's like often what people are like, oh yeah, I need those. Like I want to join and so. But honestly, like. I just love our community so Mm -hmm, much, mm dude. I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like, uh, sure, I'm in the I'm in the club, you know, commenting on everything and all these different things. But like in the forums, in our content playing workshops, when we do the breakout rooms, all that stuff, like everyone gets to talk with each other. And I totally feel you. Like when you're like, it's not alone. It's like our club members are just so like all real and like supportive Mm -hmm. and like. And just, you don't have to worry about like asking a dumb question or like, right. Or say, and like everyone has input and, and often I'm always like, I'll get to a post and someone else has already commented. I'm like, well, that's a great comment. I don't think I really have anything to add to that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like everyone has such great ideas. So
0: yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so cool. And like, I don't, I don't know how many,
1: gardeners we have there. Oh my gosh,
0: so club. many. So many. I was like, wait a minute. This is awesome.
1: I know. I love how many different people we have. And like, yeah, and we have literally like four different people who own like garden, garden uh prepping slash garden coaching businesses and stuff. And I love all of those ladies because also so many of our club members are like, Gardeners, but like not owning, and you and know, I'm always laughing too because I probably have like the brownest thumb. <laughs> so like Brett doesn't let me touch our plants. <laughs> Because I will, whether I try my hardest to water them or I forget about them or I overwater them, they always seem to die. So I don't know. But um, anyway, Mel, thank you for coming on the show. Can you please tell everyone how they can connect with you, learn more about you, all the things? Because I know they will want to do
0: that. (laughs) I think the best way to find me is on Instagram at marketwithmelpro. And then you can go to my bio and... Kind of click away. <laughs> oh, look away. Okay. I
1: love that. And we will link it in the show notes. So everyone can find it. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I've loved chatting with you, lady. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I like, I just love this. It's awesome. This is another piece of
0: the community that is just, just a big deal for me.
1: How great was Mel? I love her so much. And she is just always so uh, generous and open with everything that she shares, right? Like she, (laughs) we actually kept the conversation going for a little bit after we hopped off the interview. And I just was cracking up at how Mel always has like a little anecdote to share or always has like a little story to kind of like, um, you know, say, oh my gosh, we're talking about this subject. This happened to me, right? And I love it so much because not only is it just so wonderful to hear stories, but it just reminds me of how important storytelling is, right? It keeps conversations going. It helps us to prove our points or really establish our values or opinions and all those different things with our ideal customers. Right as a brand. So just something I wanted to point out because Mel's super good at it just naturally without even really trying, right? All right, my friend, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories and tag us. I'm at Feel Good Social. Mel is at Market with Mel Pro. We would love to see it and reshare it and just spread some love right back to you in the messages on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you next time I catch you thanks so much for listening my friend for show notes and a whole lot of other awesome freebies visit feelgoodsocial.com simply go to feelgoodsocial.com for all the goods